Live. All right. Hi. We are now. Hey guys. Hello. 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 Welcome to Namaskar's Responsibility, a show about mental, where we open up dialogues about mental health because mental health matters. All right. So why are, why is this called responsibility? So wait before before we do that, thank you to Fam Manila or the Fam Manila team for being part again of Namas Weird and for being the first guests of Namas Weird's responsibility. So, Yay. Thank you so much, Rai, for having us again on your podcast and your show. And so we're so happy to be here. We're so happy to be a part of responsibility, the holidays um, edition. <laughs> <laughs> holidays edition, yes. Um, so just a brief background. Um, responsibility is an idea or was like a was like a show that was conceptualized at some point because there was like the word responsibility. Responsibility. It's our ability to respond to a situation, you know. And I think and you know the 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 idea of this is we take for granted our responsibilities. But then the more we take for granted about it, it's also kind of like in a way where we just give we just give away our power to to what is and to what can be, and we forget that we are actually able to take a, a certain form of control and actually be you know to, to gain back our power when it comes to, to to stepping into different situations. And why this is um, centered around mental health, or why this you know this became. The, the channel or the rate the radio for for mental health is because when it comes to mental health I've always felt that it is our we have that ability to respond to our own mental health and to respond to to the mental health situations and matters of the people who are around us you know so yes that's that's the idea behind responsibility oh, and that's it's not, mm-hmm, yes. So it's 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 less of uh it's less of that thing na parang pressure yan kailangan kailangan alam mo na yung kailangan mong gawin no it's more of like it's a practice you know the the responsibility or having responsibilities is a constant practice of ourselves and how we are able to step into different situations in our life especially when it comes to our mental health because our nobody can fix us you know what I mean? Nobody can fix our mental health except for us. Or not even fix, but to address or to respond to our mental health except for us. We will always have that support. We will always have, you know, other people there to listen. But at the end of the day, it is our own ability to respond to what we are going through that really matters. Right? So, and, and again, this is the best you know, having Pam as our fir- as the first guest for responsibility is, I feel for me, like super important, and it's there's no other way to go, because you guys are, you know, at least in my opinion, uh, are are the people that we need to go to, the, the people that we need to listen to when it comes to mental health, and especially in our generation, because you guys are like at the forefront of it. You're really making waves. Yeah, you guys are making waves for it and being constantly active for breaking the stigma. We need to break that stigma. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, all right. So for, for those who are tuning in or for those who will be tuning in to, to the podcast, um, we are going to be opening up the dialogue of mental health, or at least the 
about the holidays and how we feel about it. And if it's okay to actually feel sad during the holidays, especially now during the pandemic. Okay. So yeah. I, I like to I like to ask you guys the backstory of it, like how because I, Jill, you know, Jill was the one who 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 opened it up to me. Hey Ryan, maybe this would be a good idea for you get, for you to tackle on a podcast. And I'm like, actually, that's a really good idea. So what what was the backstory of that? You know, I mean, like um, the the backstory of, of like is it is it sad? Is it okay to feel sad during the holidays or during Christmas? We started actually, um, like DJ made uh, wonderful infographs that uh, we uh, that we posted in FAM, um, tackling or talking about um, the pandemic during the holidays. And um, I think DJ we posted around like three different infographs talking about that, right? So. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, because we did like a little survey with our friends, like what yeah. has been affecting them during the pandemic and during the holidays especially, because the holidays is, should be a magical time. Like it's about connection and relationships and everything. And it's pretty relevant to talk about it right now because we're so far apart from each other mm -hmm. and it really affected like a lot of people and it's not just our relationships but also there's a lot of people who lost their life who lost their loved ones who lost their jobs there's a lot of great losses this year so yeah we had to talk about it on fam mm -hmm. because it affects our mental health yeah, I'm, I'm yeah really and it was important for us yeah, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, please, Jill, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was important for us also to, thank you, to um, to spread awareness and to share that, you know, it's important to, it's okay to miss someone during the holidays. It's okay to say no, like if there are um, family gatherings or you're invited to some things that it's okay to say no, especially with what's going on. Like it can be scary to, to go outside and of course, you know, others are worried about the their other family members' homes, their health, etc. So it's okay to say no right now, especially with everything that's going on. Like it's okay also, like with everything that's happened this year. Like we just wanted to also tell tell everybody that it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to rest because, you know, we've all been through a lot this year, and we just want to remind everybody that you know, like time for yourself. Um, practice self-care, you know, take care of yourself and your loved ones too. So yeah, that was our um, one of our main goals to talk about or to bring the the topic up to to really you know help people understand that it's okay and to spread awareness on that. So mm -hmm. good. It's beautiful. Um, I'm I'm on your Instagram right now. And yeah, I, I saw this post from before and I just wanted to bring it up again. It's your post on Christmas reminders, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm reading through it and I'm like, yeah, this is also true. It's okay to miss someone and still acknowledge that it's not healthy for you to be with them. Mm -hmm. um, let your body rest, let your mind rest, let your heart rest. If you get overwhelmed, it's okay to take a break for yourself. Not everyone deserves access to your energy. And it's okay to say no on Christmas. You know, and 
And these are very, very important reminders, you know, because these are reminders that actually um, can be translated to other special events like Valentine's or Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving. That's that's also something that just passed, and I'm sure a lot of people also felt, you know, the kind like, of sadness during that. Yeah, it's hard to be thankful this year. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot to be thankful for, but you know, it's we're not gonna take it against them if it's really hard to adjust this year. There has been a lot of things that have been happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, there are things to be grateful for, but it's okay also if, you know, you, you have a hard time to, to find that, like, right away, like, what to be grateful for. And there's no pressure to really think about those things, you know, with everything that's going on, too. So, yeah, so we just also want to tell everybody that, you know, like, it's okay to feel sad and stuff, but, you know, you're not alone. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. And you know, I think that's one of the biggest things that, that's so important is people are, are reminded that there is community and that we are not alone through this and that you can and that everybody can talk to everybody or to anybody, at least for who you feel comfortable speaking with, you know, during these times and what, what you're feeling. And you know, that kind of opened opened up a conversation between a friend and I. Because when when I go into the podcast or prior to the podcast and room, there's a topic, I'm just like, oh my God, I, I don't wanna just talk from from my own head, I, I want to be able to get other people's perspectives so that we can share this together when, when we go live. And someone opened up to me, and a friend opened up to me that it's like, I guess it's also coming down to the perception or to our perception of what the holidays mean, you know. And uh, DJ placed that out a while ago that during the holidays, you know, it's a time to be festive, it's a time to gather as, as with family and with friends, you know. And, and that's the thing. And I feel that. You know, from, from that conversation that me and that friend, friend and I had, we, we came to that point that, oh yeah, you know, a part of a part of the, the reason, or probably the reason why we start feeling sad or maybe even frustrated or annoyed at all of this is uh, that we can't, you know, the, the things we used to do during the holidays, we, we are not we able can't. to do now. Mm. Yes, and it's because of the perception and the idea of what we have about what the holidays are and what yeah. they mean for us, you know? And and I guess, you know, just, just something to, to point out for that and to, to put out for, for for our dialogue on this is that, you know, the, the way that we see things also adds up to why we start to feel these kinds of sadness. And yes, it is okay to feel this, but also at the same time, I, you know, having that responsibility you know the responsibility is also knowing where it's coming from and i guess a part of where it's coming from is also the perception the idea the beliefs that we share when when it comes to these special events and then suddenly pointing that out we're like oh my god it's christmas i could be here with my family and my friends but then it's the pandemic and i kind of have to be more aware of myself and how i share myself especially during this time. So it's like striking, you know, striking that balance with, with yes, it is okay to say no, but also, also okay to acknowledge that it is okay to say no because of the situation, you know, that now, I guess, in some way or another, we're becoming a bit more aware that just because it is the holidays, it doesn't mean that it is, yeah, go ahead. 
It doesn't mean that you have to, because everyone has that set expectation of what the holidays should be like, because, you know, it's tradition and we're all used to it and we can't take it against anyone that they're used to celebrating the holidays in a very grand way with their families. Yes. But this year probably has taught us that we're so ready to adjust. Like, just to have that connection and relationship, we are right. ready to adjust within like the internet context that we can still yeah. talk and have that genuine connection online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like now a lot of people are still finding ways to be able to celebrate. Like big families are still, you know, even if they won't be able to see each other personally, they still find find ways and they're going to meet up in Zoom. Like I know some family friends that they're going to um, gather all around in Zoom, like all of their relatives and such. And that's that way they can also be with their relatives from abroad. And they're going to have games, etc. through Zoom, which is a nice way. Like people are still finding ways, even if you can't, we can't see each other, like, face-to-face -face personally right now, there is still a lot of means and ways to be able to, to talk, and which is a wonderful thing with, with what we have right now. We have the technology to, to be able to do that. So that's good. Like, you know, with everything going on, there's still things that we can do to to connect. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I guess the question, the question that comes out of that is, we have all of these ways and means and ability to connect. But I guess my question is, what is really stopping us from doing that? You know, what what is it? What is it within ourselves where we're like, yeah, that's because of me on a very personal level. I, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's true. I I can do that, but then it's different. There, it's different when you're with with other when you're with with, with your friends. You know, so what do you think are the usual excuses that we give ourselves? when it comes to adapting to these kinds of changes, to these kinds of um, different ways and means to, to be able to connect with one another? I, I guess it's coming from, because it's a new thing. <laughs> exactly, it's a change. And change is like very uncomfortable. And you have these like notions that you already have a set expectation of what the, what you should feel like and what it should be. So you're trying to fight against it. But oh, yeah. yeah, and plus, I don't know. <laughs> I'll get back to you again because I have it on the tip of my tongue. I can't really like, put it out yet. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but exactly like what DJ said. Like, you know, it's very difficult with, with everything with everything that's going on. So it's understandable for people to feel certain things and to 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 do certain things a different way. So like, if if others you know don't want to to be able, because there are some people who still see, go out and see each other and celebrate together, but there are some who really don't want to. So it's okay. The first for first, we don't have to force each other. To, to do what they don't want to do, so. Mm -hmm. That's true. I I personally have come to that experience where, you know, I've had friends like, Pare, sorry, di ako makapunta kasi etc, etc, etc. And, you know, like, on, on a usual day when it's not COVID, there's usually like, parang, hmm, sige, ganyan ka naman eh. But you know, I think one of the good things about now, or at least um, with, with COVID happening, is that we become a bit more kinder and compassionate when when we hear other people give 
you know, say those things because we are more aware of what's going on. So, you know, I don't know, like, for me, when I hear that now, it doesn't sound as as personal, na parang, okay, well, you're, you're, thinking of, you're thinking of where you are, what's happening, and you're also considering, you know, the importance of, of being with family or with, with um, limiting, limiting yourself with going out and actually choosing the times that you go out and whatnot, you know? But I think I want to, for me, it's like, I, I really want to go and address more the the whole idea of where is the sadness coming from? You know, with 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 the experience of, of Christmas, because that that seems to be that seems to be the, you know, I guess the the reason why we all came together at this point. Na parang, where is that sadness coming from? Where do you guys think people or where do you guys feel people are experiencing the sadness when it comes to the holidays, especially during the pandemic? You go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> um, no, for, for me, I was thinking that the sadness comes or the feelings of like anxiety and pressure and the sadness all comes or started from the pandemic itself with, through this year. So with with everything that's going on, with, with everything that 2020 gave us, and through at us like it's it's okay to to go through or to to have the feelings of fear to to have the feelings of like to be sad about losing somebody or missing somebody because i know for sure like i miss all of you guys i haven't seen you guys in so long so you know what more others who haven't seen family members or been able to you know have a hug from someone for for such a long time or because it's different like yes you get to talk to someone like online but actual face-to-face connection is so different so that also adds to to the feelings of sadness for some so it's it's a lot of factors and with the holidays that you know our mentality is that you know christmas is a happy time christmas is when you see your family we we all you know that that ever since before when you were younger we would feel that you know christmas is so exciting we get to to go to christmas parties we get to open presents give presents we get to you know all these things but now this year it's very different a lot of factors have been added to this year like um so not being able to go out, it's harder to be able to see people that you want to see, etc. So, so there's a lot of things that would make, you know, others feel no. sad or anxious or etc. So, DJ, mm, mm, yeah. mm. you were going to say something? Oh, oh yeah, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph. Do I say? Uh, gusto ko lang i-parang i-emphasize yung sinabi kanina ni DJ about tradition. Parang for so many years, mayroong tradition na nangyari every time na December hits. Parang we have this, parang meron, na, meron ng routine of being busy of like, my Christmas parties, uh, preparing gifts for other people, yung mga Christmas, you know, Christmas music sa loob ng mall. Parang for so many years, lagi natin na-experience yun through, during Christmas. But right now, kasi dahil nga sa pandemic, parang sobrang laki nung nawala. So in a way, besides sadness, meron ring emptiness na, na, na mm-hmm. parang na-feel na 
parang parang may kulang ngayong season na to. Parang ganun yung para um, feeling ngayon which adds to doon nga sa sadness. Kasi ayun nga parang yung pagiging busy natin noon parang masaya naman siya na marami tayong ginagawa every time yung December hit the holidays we meet a lot of people na hindi masyado natin namimit. Pero ngayon parang it suddenly ayun, parang nawala na siya. So parang biglang na ano yan parang end of an era in a way or yeah. Yeah. tradition. Yeah. Mm. Mm. True. That's the boom there. You know? Yeah. And I like I like yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I, I like I like what Ralph said where there's also that feeling of emptiness. You know, it's not just a feeling of sadness, it's also a feeling of emptiness that's very present. And that it's coming from the fact that we got so used to so many things, and it's an end of an era. So yes, I, I'll, I'll agree with it, uh, definitely on point with that. Now, um, with that, and also like going back to what Jill said, uh, with the anxiety that comes with, with the pandemic and stuff like that. Now, do you guys think that, we, that there's a sense of guilt that, Maybe some of us are feeling during this time that we can't, you know, hang out with people, or can't go with family, you know, those types of things, you know, and, and that's happening. Or even shame, you know, guilt and shame, they seem to go very hand in hand. Yeah, what I have, sir, hi. What I've observed, like for guilt, <laughs> like a lot of people are guilty of celebrating right now because uh -huh. <laughs> with all the losses that we've experienced and to think that a lot of people lost their jobs and can't even afford like not buena or even gifts for their families or even their uh, in their day to sustain themselves in their day-to-day -day lives but right? it's guilt-ridden <laughs> to just like what flex now you can celebrate the holidays with your family and you know be happy during these times but it's okay it, it's not really your responsibility naman. and i feel like a lot of people have to acknowledge that you can still enjoy the holidays and still be sensitive of how other hardships uh, how other people experience hardships mm. yeah. so okay um just just to just to touch up on what you said or to ask or to go deeper into what you said how do you think we can celebrate without not really without feeling guilty but I guess with responding to the guilt that we feel when it's there, when we actually want to share, genuinely share, you know, the what's going on in our lives, especially on social media. Because damn, you know, to be very honest, social media can be a really, really, you know, tricky judge, especially mm -hmm. when with other people. And whoever you are, it doesn't matter if you're a politician or if you're, you know, a random person. Or at least, you know, you can be publicly scrutinized so easily. Also, how can we share it from a genuine perspective that we just want to be able to um, share what's going on in our lives without having to make it seem as if, you know, must bless the whole thing as a type of type of thing, you know? I guess you know, um, on the on, on both sides of the picture, the one sharing and the one being shared too. You know, the one who's watching, the one who's posting. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a good um, question. That's a good point, Ryan, because a lot of people, especially when um, the pandemic started, a lot of even people like that I know would say like, oh, I won't post 
me going out because people might judge me for going out because we're supposed to stay home or mm. you know stuff like that they're like i know some people who who actually did have christmas parties but they didn't post it online because like you said social media can be very you know cruel yes there even if like a random person or a teaser or whoever like there will be people who who talk who will talk and say things and such but it's just it's just up to you if you want to to share that or not and the important thing is that you know you're safe the people you celebrated with or whatever you did that you guys are okay that you you're that you're okay having a good time and stuff but you also have to consider the people that that are around you so if if you do go out and you do celebrate christmas with um face to face with friends or relatives and you, you don't feel like posting it that's okay or if you feel like posting it that's okay too but uh, like when you're there with the other people that's when you should be mindful of like what you should do and when you go home also so it's not really like if people will judge you that's, that's on them that's up to them if people will mm -hmm. say that's up to them you shouldn't feel bad or you shouldn't you know um like it's okay to um to talk about these things but you shouldn't really take it super into heart like oh people got mad because i went out or etc mm -hmm. or or stuff like that so it's, it's really up to you and other people who mm. also see your social media so yeah what do you guys think yeah go ahead yeah i think like to add to that with the social media there was this post circulating around where because it's going to be the end of the year so there's going to be a lot of people posting what they're grateful for and then what they accomplished the whole pandemic how they heard the pandemic how they you know yeah, thrived and i guess for the people who consume that kind of media you have to remind yourself how you talk to yourself and remind yourself that it's okay like it's okay if i didn't really achieve anything the whole pandemic it's a freaking pandemic yeah <laughs> set your expectations exactly. for yourself <laughs> yeah. yeah super agree with dj like you don't have to like compare yourself with others if if people were able to accomplish all of these things during the pandemic then that's wonderful for them and if you were able to do just a few things then that's okay too like you don't have to compare yourself like because i know a lot of people started businesses during the pandemic and i know so we, we all have our own um pace we all went through um this this year differently but you know if you don't have to see to look at the, another person's plate just be happy with what you have and that's uh, that's already good definitely you know, and, and it's like and okay just to just to point it out there i think that's one of the things that i'm grateful for with with, with the pandemic is that in in some way or another i'm becoming more conscious of how i talk to myself and perceive the things that i see on social media you know because Again, social media can be a very cruel judge. That sometimes the law is more fair than social media itself, you know. And so I realized that, oh yeah, you know, when I see somebody because like being in uh, like doing workflow, you know, it's, it's such a new, it's a new trend, it's a new thing. And there's so many people doing different explorations, and I'm just like, wow, I'm getting the man. But I, you know, at some point in time, like I can, I can listen to myself talk and be like, oh, I can do that again. And, and you know, right? You're 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 definitely on point with that, Jill. 
you don't have to compare yourself to the progress or to what other people have done, to what other people are thankful for. And, you know, go, touching up into what DJ said about, yeah, that it's, it's, be, it's, about, it's time to be mindful of our self-talk because I honestly believe that self-talk beyond anything else is so important. And, and jumping off of that, what are the ways, especially now during the pandemic Christmas season, where we can actually start to rebuild or to retrain or to re-respond to our self-talk when we start listening to the inner critic? I think the inner critic has been the loudest during this pandemic and we're reaching a new year. You know, this, this year is about to end and this new year is about to happen. And we're gonna go into that self-talk again you know, with all of our New Year's resolutions, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, coming coming into that, how do you, what are your tips? What are your um, advice, at least, to, to be able to retrain or to listen to our self-talk and be able to respond to our self-talk? Oh, okay. Is that yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think like, the first one is acknowledging your automatic thoughts. So these are thoughts that pop in your head, like at like at, at a stressful situation or at any situation. It's the first thing that comes in your head, and sometimes it's negative. Like if you see something on social media and you say like, "Oh no, I'm not good enough," right? <laughs> I can't be. I'm comparing myself to that person. I'm not good enough. So you remind yourself that your thoughts are not facts. So these are mm -hmm. thoughts. So it's not that it's objective. It's not rational sometimes. So. It's something that you learn throughout your childhood or someone that had that said these thoughts to you that you weren't enough. So you learned them. So when you acknowledge that these thoughts aren't facts, you try to discount them and you try to be as objective as possible. So you like assess the situation like, oh, maybe this person is training, has been training rope flow for like how many months already? So that's why he's better than me. So yeah, and then you try to be more objective, more or less, and that's how you increase your positive self-talk too. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to add lang rin, um, I think one thing that pwedeng gawin is to put your thoughts out, like write it mm. or tell it to someone. Because once it's out, parang you can, you'll have another perspective of what your yung naiisip mo or like kasi in a way na pag sinabi, sinabi mo siya sa iba there are ways na parang you can gain another perspective on what your thoughts are and that can help you and you know kapag mas marami mo siyang nilabas in a in a way you you'll have more perspective on more on how you can help yourself or how to have a positive thoughts or kung paano yung ano you pwede mo maisip parang you just get all the good things na pinagsabihan mo or kung ano mga advice rin ng ibang tao sa and then ayun you like yung kaninang sinasabi na it's your decision pa rin about your mental health so ikaw pa rin yung masusunod so it's all up to your power kung ano yung pwede mong gawin dun sa mga uh, tulong na nakuha mo from your other people Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I agree with what um, DJ and Ralph said. And to continue with what Ralph said, um, that, yeah, it's good to, to let out also what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And uh, some 
ways that you can do that is by journaling or write, writing it down. And because expressing yourself is going to be so helpful to really acknowledge and to really see like, okay, these are what my thoughts are. But yes, like what DJ said, that they aren't facts. So that's when, when you really write things down or say it out loud or, you know, and you reread it and you look back at it, you realize that, okay, yeah, then I was just being critical with myself or, mm -hmm. you know, or these things. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, that height of emotionality, like that's one thing that I've, that I've also been coming to be in awareness of um, with myself and with also social media. Is that when there is that height of emotionality, like you're just really fired up and you're like, I'm so angry at the world. And then you're gonna and then boom, 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 boom. like you're right, writing it down is so important. And and I guess to to add up onto what you guys mentioned, I and I also believe that there is a certain responsibility with expressing yourself. You know, I mean anybody can go onto social media, but they they you know their their camera or their phone there and start going on a on a live rant, right? And essentially, there's really nothing wrong with that. But also to add to the fact that there is a responsibility that comes with that, knowing that you're putting yourself on social media beyond the judgment, you know, because you know you're in that state now. Yeah, I don't care anymore what people will think of me. I just want to be able to to share and express my thoughts. But also considering the fact that. That there is a way to haphazard. I don't know. I guess for me, I you know there is a way to haphazardly express, and then there is a responsible way of expressing oneself. And I think one of the ways to haphazardly express is, uh, you know, through social media is when you don't care. I mean, when you don't care anymore of what, not necessarily what what, what other people will think, but rather um, not caring about how it will affect other people, because we can't always assume. That other people will take it the way that we would take uh, how other people express to us. That it sometimes feels that the more responsible way of being able to express oneself is exactly through that journaling, and or talking to a friend, to, to somebody that you can really talk to that you know will not judge you for for what you say and for what you say, but because they already know that you're you're just coming from a space of openness, you know, because. If, if we do that on social media, man, how easy it is for somebody to screen record that and then suddenly blast it out. You know, that type of thing. You know, and, and, and it starts to affect other people and then there is that same reaction. You know, like even if we even if we know that your your response is not my responsibility, it's like, but my responsibility is how and not rather how, but where. I was where I expressed myself, you know, with that. So um, I, I think, or I guess the question that I would want to, to ask you guys is how do we know or how can we know where is the right space to be able to express ourselves and the intention of expressing ourselves for? How do we know that within ourselves? If we really need to express this out on social media or if we just need to express this out for ourselves. Well, there's lots of ways to express yourself. It doesn't necessarily have to be through social media. Like art is a way of expressing yourself. Like you can paint, you can draw, you can write a song. There's multiple ways to express yourself. So that wouldn't harm everybody. 
But if you do want to, to express yourself in social media, then we also have to remember to be empathic and consider to to what others might feel or say. So it's, you know, there there are, you know, it's never wrong to express yourself, but you just have to be mindful also if you want mm. to really publicly share that with others. Yeah, yeah. that's so Alex. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when, you, when you're going into it without mindfulness, when you're expressing yourself without mindfulness, that's so true. That's so true. And um, what you call this? I had a, I had a question in my head. It just popped away because like, but just I was like, yeah, you're right. There is you have to be mindful when when you step into social media. Grabe. And yeah, go ahead, Tisha. Oh, yeah, sorry, because Jules mentioned like you have to be empathic with other people, but you have to also be kind to yourself. Like you have to weigh your pros and cons when you're gonna mm-hmm. rant on social media. If it's gonna um evoke like feelings of other people that might attack you then maybe it's something that you should consider not doing because it'll harm your mental health even more so mm. that you, know, you just ha- that's why you have to channel and really find what would work for you specifically if you weigh the pros and cons then you want to rant on twitter and you know that your twitter has like like two three followers that are just your friends then go ahead go go rant on twitter but like if you wait it and then you're gonna say that oh maybe a family member's gonna judge me or people are gonna scrutinize me or then yeah maybe you should find another way or an alternative yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and, yeah, and Ralph, anything <laughs> no i'm kidding all right yeah no, definitely and, and you know what's what's really interesting is that we this is the, this is in all of the podcasts that we've had and this is probably the third podcast, right? Second. Second, okay. Second podcast we've had together. It's like we're, we, we just keep repeating the same thing. And I feel like it's so important to, to continue to you know, share this because it, it's always an important reminder to, to put it out there. You know, what, what, are these, what, are the, what are some of the other things that we haven't shared to, to, to our listeners? That would be beneficial for us when it comes to to taking responsibility for how we express ourselves, for where we can express ourselves, and when. I think that's one of the things. When is the best time to actually express ourselves? Well, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Go. Like, if you want to, no, yeah. Like, if you want to express yourself and you really, really want to let something out, like, that's, that's, that's up to you on when you want to do it. But your your choice medium of how to express yourself also differs. Like, like if, if you're going through a, a really hard time and you just really want to let it out and talk to somebody, then, then you should. You should let it out. You find that person that you're comfortable to talk to. If, if your way of expressing yourself is, you know, through the arts, through writing, through through poetry, then, then you should do that. I, I think the when is really up to the person on, on when they feel that they should let it out for them to feel better, um, for when they want to, to when they're, they feel comfortable to let it out, when they feel comfortable to to share it to others because if you express yourself, it can just be personally just for you or 
or to other people. So, you know, it's really up to the person on, on what they're going through on when they want to do it. I have a question for that. Is it okay to ask permission? Or should we ask for permission? When we're talking to somebody, like when you want to unload um, whatever we're feeling, is it okay or is it ne necessary or is it compassionate even to, to ask for permission? I, I think it also depends on your level of friendship. <laughs> like for example, mm. like uh, if, if I want to um, talk to DJ, for example, because DJ's my girl. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, if, if no permissions needed. <laughs> yeah. No permissions needed. Exactly. Like, um, like if I if I feel sad or if you know we just message each other constantly. We just send like I I know if she's busy, she knows if I'm busy. We just we just message each other and like I understand if she's not gonna reply right away and that's okay. Like we. <laughs> I know, like I'm <laughs> I know. They all know. Sometimes I don't reply right away, also. So, and that's okay. Like, we understand each other because we have that level of friendship like we're that mm. we're that open and comfortable to each other to really just to, to to just send memes to each other to just like be like hey deeds good morning la, 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 or or anything at all so um for us with our level of friendship like we don't have to really ask permission but it's it's up to you also with for example if you if you're talking to for, if i want to share something with my parents sometimes i'll be like um, hi, can I can I share something? And that's when I ask for um, permission. But it really, I, for me, it depends on who you talk to, who you want to share things, who you want to open up to. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. so permission for you, Jill. Permission really depends on your level of relationship or your level of friendship with someone. Or the, yeah, the person that you're talking to, because uh, I'm close to my parents. I am. Uh, I, I open up to them. I share things with them. But sometimes, if it's uh, on a deeper level, or um, it's something that I'm kind of afraid to share to them, I ask permission first if they're if they're okay to for me to share. So yeah, yeah it, it depends on who you're talking to. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think for uh, yes, you need to ask permission regardless kung sino kasi parang you get to parang ire-ready mo sila na wait may, I'm about to say something to you it might be heavy it might be you know parang you prepare them emotionally or psychologically depende sa ibibigay mo or ile-let out mo sa kanila kasi if like hindi ka nakapag hindi mo sinabihan kung anong i-drop mo they may they might be you know overwhelmed or iba ka sa overwhelmed nila hindi ka nila matulungan lalo so parang mm -hmm to ano lang as a courtesy and just to prepare them to what mm. ano, to kung ano yung mga, ano nila ano yung expectations na sasabihin mo sa kanila parang ganoon yeah that's a good point too yeah on what you have to say also like if it's something that's not super big or that wouldn't cause um emotional you know to that other person then then yeah then you can ask permission also, if it's really going to be happy, so yeah, I agree. Mm. As as a listener, right? Um, so, for example, Joel, you, you decide you, you have something to unload to DJ, right? You know, because you're feeling something. And let's let's take it from the example of Ralph that you did ask permission from DJ 
you know, hey, can I, hey, girl, what's up? Um, good morning. I'm kind of not feeling so well. Uh, here's a need to send you. Can I, can I unload? Type of thing. And now, DJ, let's say you're not feeling well. Is that, is it okay, like, for you to say no? Yes. Because you know that your friend is like, Oh yeah, it's like that was super fast. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, like, yeah. Because yeah. it's your boundaries. If he, if she already prepared you that if it's something emotional or heavy, and you're not able to take it right now because of reasons, like personal reasons, then you're allowed to say no and like reschedule. It doesn't really affect your friendship. It shouldn't really affect your friendship level that much. Yeah. You know, you can always. They talk to her when you're ready and i think it goes like for our work like we're therapists and you know counselors and we reschedule if we have like really really bad day we can really reschedule our clients because you're not going to be able to help someone if you're like disoriented and you're you're feeling like these negative emotions it's going to translate in how you interact with the person so it's not going to be helpful that's true so boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Boundary. Like if you're feeling also really bad that day, how can you properly help someone also who's also feeling really bad? So mm. actually, like what, what DJ and Ralph said and everything, like the collaboration of everything that we said, um, like for me, it all fits. Because sometimes also, if I want to talk to friends that I'm really, really close to, I do also ask permission because just to make sure. It also, I guess, depends on the level of what you're going to say. If you just want to make like, Random cuento. <laughs> yeah, then that's okay. But if it's like really, really heavy, then that's when you can ask permission for like what Ralph said, so that they can prepare themselves also. If they're not ready to to have that heavy talk, then that's okay. So that also depends on what you want to say. If you just want to send like a random um, meme or something, then that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love language. Yeah, <laughs> love you. <laughs> so, um, remind me if I'm wrong. It, there's a term. There's a term for that. Like when you when you ask permission or when you give somebody a heads up. Um, is it called priming or is that different? It's kind of like priming. <laughs> Similarly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, 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 right. Just, just, just need to make sure because I'm like. I gotta plan this person and I'm gonna load something heavy on them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I want, yeah, go, go ahead. No, sorry. No, because there's also something called transference and counter transference. Ooh, yeah, educate us. <laughs> educate us. <laughs> you guys wanna share? <laughs> for more, for, for, for calls. <laughs> Hello. I guess, oh yeah, sorry. I guess like for like situations like this, it's more of like counter transference. It's how your emotions or uh, like what the person, the other person is saying, might translate to you personally on a personal level. So you kind of have this already preconceived bias within yourself. So you have to be mindful of that when you're talking to someone who has a big problem. That you know you might. I don't know, interpret differently because you have your own biases. So that's like mm. counter transfer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's counter transference. What's transference? Transference. Oh, it's, it's more of like projecting, like when you go to a therapy setting and uh, um, you kind of project 
the therapist as like a mom or a dad or a caregiver or like you treat them like a significant relationship because that's yeah, so you project that significant relationship on that therapist oh oh okay so let me get this straight transference and this is coming from the listeners level right mm-hmm. uh, so transference is when the speaker you've already projected like an image like yeah exactly what you said um caregiver mother father all of these complexes oedipus selector whatever um <laughs> and then counter transference is when the speaker is talking to you you've already placed like something on you like a, like your, your own internal bias the the speaker naman has this firm bias on the listener it's, okay right? okay okay Okay, yeah. okay. So, so I think it should be like an example. Maybe like if a person yeah. goes into like therapy and he starts kind of like acting up with um, daddy issues on the therapist. So mm-hmm. you're like, that's transference. So you that's project that. Oh, yeah. So you try to please the therapist or like, yeah, because, you know, okay. that's how you interact with your dad yeah. versus okay. counter transference where. I'm the therapist and like I see this person in front of me as maybe like yeah I see him as my father too or I see him as a relevant figure and maybe that's why I am treating him a certain way and I'm not being my objective self like I should be as a listener or as a therapist so that's where counter attention yeah so yeah. okay 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 so it, it, it's a just it's there, there's somewhat of the same thing, but putting your biases in front of the other. Kumbaga, parang ganon. Okay. All right. All right. That's pretty cool. Why I learned this in college. Oh, maybe I did. I just didn't listen. <laughs> no, this is great. This is really great because it's like, you know, um, this is important as people, you know, for, for when we listen to each other and when we speak to each other, especially the listener part. You know, that's counter that's transfer transfer counter transfer okay okay thank you thank you so uh, as as the listener you know sometimes it's or be, being someone who also listens to other people you know and people and stuff i i sometimes get into this mode where i start to relate my own personal experience with what they're going through now, is, is there is what is that called? You know, when, when I start to relate my personal experience to theirs as I'm listening, but not necessarily now I see them as a certain someone. I get I get where they're coming from because I felt the same thing, but not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, I think it's also similar to transference. Encounter yeah. yeah. It oh, it's similar to counter transference, but you also have to acknowledge that even though you felt that certain way, or even if you had like a super similar identical situations, it's never really the same situation because you have like your yeah. own thought process, you have your own emotions, you have your own way of coping, you have different nuances in the situation, so you have to learn how to empathize in a way that you're walking through someone else's shoes right but at the same time not like getting the shoe like putting it on and like no this is what happened to me yeah yeah so it's like, just, yeah 
It's like you're trying to, you're, you're a size 10, but you're trying to, to, to fit into a size 7. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. That's, that's a hassle. All right. <laughs> all right. Now, so basically, like, all of these, all of these are, like, tips to, to become a better, to help ourselves become more responsible listeners, you know. And just touching up again on the topic that we have had today, which is being able to listen to yourself better, because, well, is it okay to be sad during the Christmas or the holiday season. Um, yeah, all of these things of like being able to to be impersonal with with when you listen, or be able to do that with ourselves, especially yeah during this time, like to be able to listen to yourself in an impersonal manner, as you're personally speaking. Does that sound weird? I think that sounds kind of weird. Because I remember DJ Oliver saying something about you have to be as objective as possible. With your self-talk you know so it to me it sounds like as if being being impersonal with with yourself or when you listen to yourself talk you know um but I, I guess my question is is does does that does that also happen like is there a transference or counter transference with that or how how can we uh well wait i'm, I'm losing my train of thought now <laughs> yeah because like, being able to 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 talk to ourselves and to listen to ourselves in an impersonal manner without having to to judge ourselves seems to be a way that we can be okay with being with what we're feeling during the Christmas season or the holiday season. You know, the, is there is there um, is there is there other ways to be able to impersonally listen to ourselves without having to automatically judge ourselves for what we're, what we're thinking. Because I, I personally have those moments where I'm listening to myself very impersonally. And then suddenly at some point, I'm like, I'm going to fixate or attach to an idea that I think that this is the right idea. You know, and then it always seems to be like, oh, wait a minute, I'm being, I'm being personal again, type of thing. I think like with being objective, it doesn't really have to be impersonal. Like part okay. of being objective is acknowledging like, hey, I'm objectively sad today. You know, and this yeah. is my truth, right? I'm the, I, This situation is making me feel upset. That's a fact because, mm. yeah, so that's, that's part of being objective, but it's not really impersonal. It's not denying your situation. It's not denying the thoughts that are going in your head. Maybe mm. I learned that um, through childhood, I felt that I wasn't enough. And that's why I feel like this right now, that I'm still not enough. But maybe, yeah, yeah then, then you just try to uh, look for alternative ways of thinking about it and mm. objectively look at different ways of thought and talk to yourself more positively. Yeah. Mm. I, I have a question. Yeah, that makes ahead. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> This is a question that I should have asked you guys earlier on to the podcast, and it just hit me right now. Have you guys felt sad during the Christmas season? Yeah. Have I what? Have, have we, we felt, felt sad, sad during the Christmas season? Yes. yes. Yeah. How was it? How long did you have to go through it? I mean, how long in the sense that, you know, what, what was your process like going through it? I think it differs per person. Like, for me... Yeah. Yeah, like for me, though I was sad 
through for numerous reasons. And I just, I was able to find comfort talking to friends, you know, spending time with family, with loved ones, and just trying to give myself time also. Have, give myself, you know, um, the opportunity to do the things that I want to do, to practice self-care. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Anyone else? Yeah, I felt sad. I'm still sad right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like, of course, I mean, it's not like a one or the other thing that you're just sad. You're just sad altogether, you know? emotions are complex and they can coexist together you can be sad you have like this underlying sadness but still be happy about the things that make you happy so yeah. like right now i'm happy i'm sad because you know i can't see my friends and during the holidays we usually fly out to my family or like see them and this is it isn't possible right now so of course you're sad and you can sustain that sadness i don't know for weeks on end especially during these times that it's so uncertain when you're going to see your family. But at the same time, it doesn't discount the things in front of you and the things that make you happy. So even if you have these sadness or you sit with the sadness, it doesn't rob you of your other emotions. You know, you can still have the capabilities of being happy. You can still be appreciative. You can still be grateful. Because a lot of people say that, oh, no, why are you sad on Christmas? Aren't you grateful you have a house, right? Blah, blah, blah. But what you can you can be sad and still be grateful it does it's not one or the other yeah exactly how dj said it was perfect yeah 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 i like what you said also that it, the, just because you're sad it doesn't rob you of your other emotions which is so true like and i and i don't know i guess this is on my own observation that when i feel that when i feel sad i feel like i, I can't feel sad or i can't fully feel the experience of happiness if I still have that tinge of sadness, you know, and I, 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 I'm really grateful for what you said that, you know, well, just because you're sad doesn't, it doesn't rob me of that. And I think it's also very important to be able to acknowledge that because I feel like we people have a tendency to fixate on one emotion, you know, and, you know, going, going into that, uh, my question is, how can we, what's that word I'm looking for? How can we unfixate? ourselves from just that feeling of sadness and remember the gratitude we remember our other emotions that are very present because i'm sure you know there are days where we feel the sadness more than the happiness we feel the sadness more than the joy and then there are days where we actually don't feel the sadness as much as the other day you know so how what are what are ways where we can actually um not cope, but where we can unfixate. Is that the right word? Is that is there a word in that? Or or decompress? Or I don't know. I'm just thinking of like different terms. Or decompress our our ourselves from focusing our, too much on that one emotion, so it doesn't feel like we're robbing ourselves, or it's robbing ourselves or us of of our other emotions. Yeah, I think one would be first acknowledging that you're sad because if the more you kind of deny that you're sad or the more that you deny your negative emotion the more you like press it down and it just sits there yeah so acknowledge that you're sad but then 
look for other ways that make you happy. Because even if uh, you're sad, you have resources. And sometimes when you're sad, you really don't see the resources you have. So maybe explore on that. Explore on the usual things that make you happy. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yes, yes. Oh, siguro to add lang, yun nga, after acknowledging, I think, as, as simple as letting it out in any way possible, like, you know, lalo na sa, sa to other guys, like, if you're, you want to express something or you want to feel something or parang, you know, express those sadness, like, cry it out or isigaw mo, parang ganun, parang basta mailabas mo lahat yung emotions na gusto mo ilabas, then afterward, just ask yourself maybe what now or What's next mm. after expressing, after, you know, crying it out or expressing it out, lahat ng, ano, ng feeling. It's parang, it's a way lang, well, personally, it's a way of like, you know, parang, kasi may napanood akong video na parang may, the, ano, siya, father and son, ata, father and daughter. Parang umiiyak mm. yung bata, tapos sabi lang ng dad, parang, um, parang talk to me after you're done crying, parang ganun lang. Then parang mm. after nung nakaiyak na yung, yung kid, tapos dun niya in-express ngayon, no, of, how yung pro- problem niya, ano ba yung issue niya, tapos dun siya natulungan ng dad to like, okay, ito yung gagawin, or this how, ito yung parang nakikita, ano yung pwede mo, ano yung sa tingin mong gusto mong gawin, dahil ito yung problema mo, parang ganun, it helps you like, get another perspective, or like to uncloud your mind of your sadness, kasi na labas mo na siya, though minsan mm-hmm. syempre may, 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 may matitira pa, pero in a way, nalabas mo siya, and yeah, par- parang yun nga, uncloud, medyo na, nabawasan naman na yung ano mo, yung emotion since you let it out and it gives you parang another perspective or clean perspective na na alam to tackle your ano your sadness or what can you do about your sadness parang yun pa rin yung yung main point about yung kaninang sinabi pa na it's about our mental health what can we do about it it's still in our power parang yun pa rin yung gusto ko i-emphasize after you know let it, letting it out having an outlet pero at the end of the day nga it's all in our actions or or in our power Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ said something something nice and then you followed it up also Ralph with, with the whole idea of depressurizing you know depressurizing the feeling you know and it's just very interesting because you guys know me that I'm very much into like wordplay so it's just very interesting how when you both said depressurize the first thought that, the first word that came into my head is depression and I'm like weird huh? Bakit depressurized and then there's depression? So it's, I'm not saying that just because you're undergoing depression means that you're depressurizing your emotions. But I guess, you know, coming into that, like something that I've been coming to understand with, with people that I've come to talk to, who, um, and especially going through my own depression, you know, that I've, I, something that I've noticed is that there's a lot of moments where I just want to release, 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 release. You know, if I'm if I'm in a state of depression, it's like I, I really want to release. You know, and even with even with people that I know that experience depression, they just want to release, 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 release. So it's like there is that there is that kind of um, relationship with the word of depress and the and a depressed state. You know, and it's like you're being it's like means there's pressure, but it's slowly being depressed out of it. You know, and, and, I, and I feel that you guys are, are saying exactly the what's next after releasing it, after acknowledging it. Now you're asking, what is next? What what can we do? 
And there is a lot of those moments where we get stuck in the release, 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 release. You know, so what can we do after that? What are the concrete steps? And Google, you said it already a while ago, but do something that helps you feel joyful. Yeah. You know? I just want to add lang dun sa idea ni Ryan of like, yun nga, of, uh, parang depression, ano yun, depression, parang ganun. Kasi parang um, an analogy just occurred to me na parang emotions is like, parang food in our way, in a way pala. Na parang emotions na parang it builds up in our in our brain, in our mind. Same as food na, na tuwing kumakain tayo, na nabibuild up siya sa loob ng katawan natin na parang in emotions, positive or negative, kailangan to ma-release in any way. Just like yung food in our, you know, in our, in our body. Kasi ganun, di ba? Parang physical and mental health pa rin eh. So parang, um, if hindi mo ma-release yung kinain mo, di ba? For example, yung kinain mo, kung ano yung mga, inano mo, kinonsume mo, if hindi mo siya ma-release, there, will, there is something bad that will happen to you. And same goes with our, in our brain or in our mind na, Regardless if it is uh, a happy emotion or a negative emotion, ganun. if hindi mo siya ma-release, there will be a build-up in your mind that, you know, we don't know kung anong effect na pwedeng mangyari. Right. DJ, before I, before I say anything. Oh yeah, because you were mentioning yung activities or what to do next, right? Because a lot of people go from expressing themselves and then like, now what? What are we going to do next? Maybe you should ask yourself then, what are you doing now? Like, what specific things are you doing now? And is it contributing to your mental health or is it something that's kind of like deterring it from getting better? Because like some people who are depressed, of course, they go to that habit of like staying in bed with withdrawal, you know, detachment, and they go to these different unhealthy coping mechanisms that not help their depression or not help themselves. So you have to assess what you're doing now and if it's actually contributing to your healing. And that's where, like, I remember what you said during the start. It's about accountability and being responsible for your own mental health and your own healing. Because no one's going to heal that for you. Even if you go to a therapist, they're going to say the same thing. If you're not willing to put in the work within yourself, it's not going to improve on its own. And no matter what you say to anyone, whoever you're approaching, if you do not do it on, if you don't let it, you know, go on your own, it really won't. George, you were going to say something? No, it's also because um, for, for you, what you, were, what you were saying, it's nice that you have your outlet of your rope flow to be able to release all that feeling. So I'm happy for you that you have that. Thank you. But you know, honestly, there are moments where it's like I still need to talk to people because it's like, hey, I gotta vocalize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Which is which is also really important. And I like what Rob said. And there was a moment in time where 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 he was like, well, you have to release the food that you ate. It's a good analogy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The fighting is so good, man. Release the toxins. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, you're, you're, you're literally depressurizing the body. Yes. <laughs> so, so but, but I want to touch up on that because uh, Rob said something very golden for me, which was about like, even if it's a positive emotion, even if it's even if it's a good emotion, like let's say happiness, you know, or exciting. I'd say something, something that I've been experiencing in the past few days is I'm so excited for something and I just, I, I'm not able to release it 
you know, it, it, it just suddenly turns into sadness. Or parang it, it starts to become sad, you know. Na parang there is that, that, even if I don't want to feel sad, parang the, the, the emotion or the energy is just finding a way to release itself or to be expressed. You know, so I think uh, like, that's really good insight, Ralph. Like, you know, that you have to express the emotion. You have to de- decompress or depress the emotion. Yeah, yeah. To, to release the emotion in, in some other way, it's going to become unhealthy. Not saying that sadness is unhealthy, but more of like, you're going be there and then, you know, you, you have to go through that process of, ah, you know, you, you feel so agitated. That's why, that's why for me, sometimes I think anxiety and excitement are somewhat of the same energy. They're just expressed in two different, or they're two different expressions of the same energy. You can feel excited, but also anxious at the same time, and vice versa. You know, but it's it's just the energy that wants to move. It's just energy that wants to to be expressed all all together. You know, and I think for for this Christmas season, especially with what's going on, I feel that that's the energy that we need to move. You know, I mean, not not necessarily literally, because everything that we've been talking about for this past hour, you know, has always been like. You know, being able to channel that energy into something else, and this has always been a theme for for all of our podcasts, uh, for for the two podcasts that we've had, is that we just need to channel it. We need to channel that energy in a way where it's beneficial for us and for others and for those around us. You know, and yeah, we have different ways of doing it. I know, Joe, you're very much into really journaling, going into the arts about it. Which is really great, you know. And then DJ is like, work it out, man, work it out. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> you know? Burn that energy. Burn that energy. <laughs> and then I know Rob is also within that, within that, like, within the balance of both of you guys, like, expressing it through journaling, also especially through working out, you know, burning off. You know, and, and it's good that you guys are both are, are all living examples of what it is that you are um, pushing for. You know, and I feel like every every post that you guys make is really, or every kind of content that you you guys point out is coming from a very experiential. You know, because you guys are we, you know, you guys are site majors. You guys are site masters technically, and the things that you're putting out aren't just knowledge based. They're also experience based, you know, coming from your your from your own thing. That's why I had to ask the question: Have you guys felt sad during this whole, you know, during the Christmas season? You know, and it seems that you know it's it's still the same thing. You know, we just really need to channel. We just really need to take into accountability every our our, our own mental health, our own situation, and knowing that we are not alone in this. You know, so I guess. So that we can, so we can already address every other holiday that's coming to, you know, that's gonna be coming for, for the new year. Because I don't think COVID, or even with the vaccine coming out, COVID will will still be here. We'll still be in the pandemic. We probably have another six months. I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, and we're gonna be coming with New Year. New Year's gonna be coming up. Valentine's is gonna be coming up. You know, if you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. You know, and all of these different and birthdays also are, are, are going to be coming into our spaces. And I think this is a constant reminder, not just for the holidays, but for the other um, special events that are coming up, especially if 
we're going if we're going to have a wedding soon that yeah that we just have to be able to channel it to, to channel all of these emotions and, I, and again like going back dj said that you gotta acknowledge it and i think that's the very first thing that we can't deny we can't deny that that that, that feeling inside of us that yeah i am feeling sad yes it is my birthday but i cannot pressure myself to feel good that it is my birthday and i know i have to be thankful that it's my birthday but i can feel thankful and sad at the same time and there's nothing wrong with that you know i think that's so important and that's i think something that that a lot of us need to remember you know and i guess this is just something and yeah because we're hitting the one hour and 15 mark because i see I, and i'm also seeing it in just 10. oh my god it's already at just clock that it's 4 10. <laughs> yeah you know and i and i, I don't want to keep all of us like you know just within this podcast because i'm personally enjoying it <laughs> you know um yeah that everything that everything that we've talked about today having that accountability being okay with the things that we've gone through uh being okay with with what's happening in the sense that it's okay that you're not going to your friends but your to your usual gathering that it's okay to say no that it's okay to feel two things at the same time god you know that's that for me even if i know that it's still always a wonderful and refreshing thing to to, to hear you know these these positive reinforcements to being like oh I know it is okay to feel sad and happy at the same time and acknowledging both at the same time and and, and being able to say no as a listener oh my god I think being able to say no as a listener or when, when somebody asks hey is it okay if I talk to you and and being conscious of when uh being conscious of who you're speaking to so sometimes you don't need to ask permission you know, these are all very practical and concrete tips for for everyone and for anyone who's listening. And this, yeah, these are these are some things that these are always things that are golden to remember. These small little actions that we can take right now for our own accountability is so important. It's so so important, and being able to address this as a reminder again. And opening up this dialogue again for this holiday season is is a gift. Merry Christmas to everyone from Fam and from Mama's Weird. <laughs> You're opening this gift again. Merry Christmas. Um, so before we before we end the show, I would like to thank you guys again for being here. And you guys are always welcome to be on the show whenever you want to be. Just shoot a reminder, and we can just talk it out. <laughs> you know, is there any last last words, or is there any more you know things, reminders, um, advice, or you know, just positive reinforcements or positive kind words that you guys want to share you know, individually to to our listeners? Sorry for the loud. <laughs> last words, reminders. Um, first of all i want to say thank you rai for having us again here at your podcast we're we're always so happy um to be able to to 
speak with you here and to have conversations about these important things with you. And um, we're so grateful um, to you about this, to be able to share with everybody and to everyone who's listening or um, or watching this. We're very thankful also. We hope you guys learned or, you know, got a little bit of um, tips or something for your day or, yeah, with what we've said. And um, we're just grateful and appreciate, like, all of you guys, to all the people who support FAM. Um, just want to say that, like, it's okay um, to, like what we said, like, it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling right now and know that you are not alone. That even us and FAM, we're always here for you. You can message us, send us a DM anytime. We'll, we will be always happy to help. And, yeah, I just want to say... Um, thank you again. Merry Christmas to everybody. And a small plug, um, FAM is having um, Christmas bundles and um, uh, our stickers and other, we have a self-care bundle also. Um, if you guys are interested in that, you can check out our Facebook and Instagram pages um, and we'll be having sales and we will also continuously try to um, support other and donate as well so yes yeah. thank you again to everybody thank you thank you, thank you. Yeah. oh uh, i'll make it short um no, make it long. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it short uh just know that help is there if you seek it help is there help is there if you need it so don't be afraid to ask for help during the holidays and if you feel sad or shitty during the holidays, know that the holidays end <laughs> and you'll make it through. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be over and you'll make it through. Yeah. All right. You got this. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, anything? Yeah, good. Wala naman. Yung sinabi ni DJ and quote maybe Dumbledore from yung ano, first Harry, yung Harry Potter Sorcerer Stone na parang help us give it to those who ask. Parang ganyan yung sinabi niya. Yeah. That's true. Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. So thank you again to all of you, to Jill, to DJ, and Doug for being here and for gracing us with a lot more insights for our mental health during this time of the holiday. And again, I think it's so important. It's really important to have these kinds of conversations. And if for, for those who are listening, for those who will be listening, please do remember, you can have these kinds of conversations with the people that you feel comfortable with. And I feel so comfortable with these guys that I'm willing to just have a conversation with them anytime. You know, if you feel haven't already noticed. <laughs> All right. And, and from, oh, yeah, I want to, I want to, uh, what you call this? I want to give a gift to to the fam team, but we will talk about this after. Oh, thank you! Wow. <laughs> thank you. Yes, actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna say it now. I'm gonna say it while, while we're here. I, I'm gonna do a small plug already because we plug so we might as well plug again. You know? So I'm gonna make a small plug, and this is gonna be up for for the fam team and for. The fam, for the fam community, that I'm willing, or that I'm gonna be gifting you guys a group class for yoga or 
So it's flow. Now you guys get to choose what you want and what your community wants. Wow. Okay? Yeah, don't come on. I'm just better than some guys. You guys, you guys have to give me something to do. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is this is what I wanna. This is my this is my Christmas. This is Mama's weird gift to you guys and to the community, to the fan community. You know, because this is what's important for me. Movement is a very beautiful, beautiful gift, and this is the gift that I can give, where we don't really have to spend for anything, and we just actually need to share our time together. So I will, I will leave, I will just throw this out there for you guys to, to talk about. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a rope flow class, or if you want to do a, a yoga and meditation session, or if you want to do both, we can schedule both. But then with the rope flow, with the rope flow session, we need to get ropes, all right? But for the yoga class, oh, you can do it anytime. You know, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. You guys have choices, so just let me know. And this is open to your community. You know, and, and so we can just schedule it. Let's just schedule it and let's put it out there for you guys. Yeah? Yes, that's wonderful. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So Merry Christmas to fam. Merry Christmas to the fam community, to all, to, to everyone listening and to everyone that's here with us and that will be here with us listening later. All right. And Happy New Year. Might as well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay. And Thank yes. you, thank you so much, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas, y'all. Finger hearts. Finger hearts. Yeah, come on, finger hearts. All right, all right. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much, and we hope you had a wonderful time here with us at Namas Ridge. Responsibility with Fam Manila for the holidays. Thank you. See you. And till the next weird, the weird in us honors and bows to the weird in you. Namas weird. <laughs> namas, namas.